Hey there, welcome to the Distinguished Podcast. We are so happy to have you joining with us today. And if it's your first time and you don't know who we are, my name is Noah Davis and I am joined on here by my wife, Alexandra Davis. Pretty much this podcast was formed out of a strong desire that we have to talk about how God is moving in and around us. Yeah, and we want to echo the thoughts that surround God's heart through conversations led by Holy Spirit. That's right. So we hope today's episode is something that can encourage you, refresh you, and help lead you further down that path that God is leading you on in your life. We're glad that you are here and we hope you enjoy today's episode. All right. Well, welcome to the Distinguished Podcast. We are just so happy to have you joining with us today. Like we said in the beginning, my name is Noah Davis. My wife, Alexandra, is here with me. Hi. We do this podcast, of course, and today is actually our first episode ever. So we didn't mention that in the beginning. I hope we can put sound effects. I know, yeah. Maybe you're hearing sound effects. If not, then just remember this is a low-budget project. <laughs> uh, if you have donations, we will accept them. Yes, um, but trust me, there's no pressure. So <laughs> today we have a very fun topic, mm-hmm. actually, which is exploring intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. How does that look? What is that like in life? Uh, God wants to be intimate. What does intimacy mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many questions you can ask. And it's definitely something that is worth answering, I guess. Mm-hmm. Questions are definitely worth answering and exploring because I think this really is something that is the general theme of this big book called the Bible that is written by God to us. Yeah. And I think the whole general idea here is what? You know, God wants intimacy. this intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants to know us. He wants to, he didn't create us for no reason, you know? Exactly. And what a great place to start, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, God didn't have to create us, right? And I think we kind of miss that sometimes. And we just think, oh, we're just kind of here. And God's there. And he's mm-hmm. this guy off in the distance. And, you know, he's holy. And he has commandments. I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean. What yeah, you... exactly. It's like we, we view him so distant. And we forget the fact that he always wanted a relationship with us. And that's why the intimacy part comes in play at that. Because right. he wants relationship with us. He he loves us so much. He doesn't want to be distant from us. He wants to literally talk to us every day and tell us whatever he wants for us. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Can't say it better than that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he wants that because, you know, I mean, the Bible talks so much about this. And we could go into that. But, I mean, many verses, a few that come to mind right away are just uh, in Psalms. David talks about how... Uh, I think the God's thoughts towards us outnumber the grains of sand, you know, along the ocean, in the ocean, you know, along the shores. And we live in Florida, so Mm -hmm. that is a lot. If you ever just go take a, like a scoop of sand, you just, I mean, good luck counting all those, (laughs) you know, I mean, that'll take a while, but that's the thoughts of God towards us. And I mean, his heart has been just to be intimate with us. And we see this in the Bible in Genesis when he is, um, in the garden, walking with Adam and Eve. And this is before sin has entered the world. And you can go read about this. But pretty much he is uh, just delighting in this close relationship he can have with Adam, with Eve, and being able to just go and walk and talk. And, hey, here's, you want to do this assignment for me, but I know you're going to love it because I actually formed your personality. And I know the things you love and I know the things you care about. And I just want to give you that. Um 
I don't know. I mean, what comes to your mind with that, babe? It doesn't have to be that verse, but just <laughs> that topic, I guess. Yeah. Um, you were saying all that. And the first thing that popped into my head is like relationship with God is probably more beneficial to us because God already knows us. Mm. Like you were saying, that there's is this really other true. verse that's like, he knows the, the, like the hair, is it? Or, oh yeah. Yeah. He knows every single hair on your yeah, head, right? Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. And yeah. he already knows us, but the whole relationship aspect is for us to know him. Mm. Cause what better way to just know the one who created everything and all of that. Hello relationship. God wants that for us. Yeah. So in the end, it's more beneficial even to us. Right. So that's really cool. And the question is, if, we're saying, oh, God doesn't want intimacy with us. Then why would Jesus come to exactly. earth? Exactly. <laughs> why would he? Uh, the Bible says. It's not like you're important or anything. Uh, right. Yeah. The Bible says um, for the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. And I mean, if you haven't read about what Jesus endured, I mean, it was it yeah. was a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't just a walk in the park. I mean, this yeah. dude was crucified and whipped and had to carry this cross. And it was just. Ex- and eventually all the sins of the world. Right. Yeah. It all. Yeah. And, you know, for the joy set before him, you yeah. know, the joy of what? To be in relationship, to be intimate, you know. Um, there's this verse, it's uh, Jesus talking, and he it's Luke twelve thirty two, right? Yeah. Um, and he's pretty much, it pretty much says this, do not be afraid, little flock, like a flock of sheep, right? For it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And I'm like... Amen. <laughs> it's just such like a soothing like verse, you know. Um, it's your father's good pleasure. Uh, he wants to do this. He, you know, he really wants us to have the kingdom, you know, to mm-hmm. have uh, this intimacy just like Jesus had. Because if Jesus' blood um, wasn't enough for us to have the same type of intimacy with God that he had, then what more else would it take? Because we know it's God's heart to want the same intimacy with us that he modeled having with Jesus while Jesus was on earth. And Jesus not only says, hey, you know, everything I do, everything I say is from the Father. You know, it's nothing apart from God. I don't do anything on my own will, on my own accord that's apart from God. But yet we've almost normalized it and said, I'm normal with just having these God encounters here and there, maybe <laughs> these mountaintop moments. But yet I... Most of my life right now is apart from, you know, what God is wanting to do, from what Holy Spirit is leading me to do. And we're missing that. Wait a minute. It's not like God's just like, okay, well, I guess if you do these things, you can have full access to me and the kingdom. No, he's like, I will do the very most, which is die as myself and as his son, because, you know, God is this triune being. And die a gruesome death not just like oh i'm gonna drink some poison you know just i will do whatever it takes um literally walk through hell jesus literally went to hell um took the keys from hell um but he pretty much says i will do whatever it takes because it is my good pleasure it is my desire my delight what i really want is for you to have this full access intimacy kingdom that's exciting (laughs) yeah and i feel like um people are really stuck in that like old testament Mm -hmm. thing of like i i remember i was talking to you about this babe about like the tabernacle and how they had to go through like this whole process and they had to talk to a priest so that the priest would talk to god and they needed this midway person in order to be close to god when in reality yeah after jesus came that whole thing was like torn apart like the veil was torn and we have direct access to god to holy spirit so it's like 
we need to move forward on that. We need to get by, bye bye, say bye bye to that. Say bye bye to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I think the main reason God did that with the tabernacle. It's a really interesting thing to read about. Um, I've I want to study it some more. Honestly, I really could. It's I've studied it some, but it's really cool as you were saying. But um, yeah, it's just it's kind of a model of what God really wants. And I've heard people talk about this before, you know, and it might even be in the Bible. I'll have to find it. But um, the Old Testament is almost like the shadow yeah. for the real thing. Exactly. And you want to, you want to, someone said this, you want to go and hug someone's shadow, you know, you want to go and say, oh man, like, let me go and, you know, hug God's shadow when God is standing right in front of you. Or I want to go to my wife. Hey, Babe, so happy to see you. Oh, there's that shadow I loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, there's that shadow. Come here. And you're just saying like, what the yeah. heck is this guy doing? Um, God doesn't want us to hug his shadow. He wants him, he wants us to hug himself, right? Mm-hmm. A big fatherly hug. And um, there's many things that model this, but uh, yeah, it's just it's it's easy to miss the real thing. Um, but it's funny how the real thing is just oftentimes right in front of us. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, we've talked about that, how sometimes we feel like we're reaching for God, but yet he's almost right in front of us. He's right in front of us. Yeah, Yeah, I remember we talked about this too, how like some people are, oh, I'm in this hole and I can't get out of it and I feel like I'm tormented by all these thoughts and et cetera. And I'm reaching, I'm reaching up to God. I'm like, my hands are up high and nothing's happening. And I feel like I can't hear God's voice or something's wrong. And God's literally right there just like, hi, I'm here. Yeah. He just Hello. he just wants relationship. He doesn't need you to do anything. He doesn't need you to do anything. Like yeah. there are no deeds that you need to do in order to prove yourself worthy enough to like be in a relationship with God. Right. Right. He's just there. He just wants that so much with you. Right. You know, he's uh hey, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's literally like when you meet like for example when we met, yeah, um, and we became friends and we were in a relationship and now that we're married. As, as it kept going, we just wanted to talk and wanted to get to know each other. And that was creating intimacy because yeah. we were just spending time with each other. And that's what God wants. He just mm-hmm. wants to spend time with you and talk with you. And it's not this whole like he's on a whole other realm type of thing. He's right there and he just wants to talk to you like if I was talking to you right now, babe. So right, right. It's not really that complicated. I just think people have been missing the mark because of what's been posted on social media and all these other thoughts that people come and start talking about, etc. So, yeah. Right. And that's a that's a good topic is, you know, kind of hearing all these different voices is how do we I mean, maybe we've gotten to this spot to a spot in our life and I think we've all been here mm-hmm. where it's kind of just like Okay, I feel like I'm off course. Yeah. I was in this intimacy with God. I had these encounters. Maybe I had these moments. And now it's just like my spirit just feels empty. And mm-hmm. I feel unfulfilled. And I feel sad. Um, you know, what are some of the ways that we kind of get to those spots? I mean, I know a couple can just start from, like you were saying, uh, listening to these voices that just yeah. are not from God and voices mm-hmm. that uh, are just from people maybe who have good intentions. Exactly. Yeah, because we like we love listening to our podcast. And I'm not saying it's bad or anything. Right. We're doing we love, one right now. We love reading way. books yeah. and we love um, listening to other people, but then we give them more authority in our lives than God himself. Yeah. So that's when our life starts like going off course a little, even if we think we're doing all the right things. Because yeah. we technically are, we're we're doing, we're serving, we're doing all these things, but we're not actually listening to Holy Spirit. Yeah. So yeah. I think a good 
place to start um, to get back to that place of intimacy with God is to shut down all those voices around you that aren't Him. Mm. And then you just got to sit and listen for Him. Because immediately, once, once we start turning those voices down, we want to start talking. Because we're like, oh, I can't hear, I can't hear, I can't hear. And you mm. just get all anxious all about it. And God's just like, I'm going to wait until you shut up and you let me speak type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I gave this analogy um, about like you have a bunch of, you start listening to a song, but then at the same time you have all these other songs going on around you and it just becomes all muffled and you're confused and you're like, right, I don't yeah. even know what I'm That's listening a, yeah. to anymore. So in order to listen to that one song you want it to from the start, you have to start turning every other song off and identifying which songs you really don't need in your life. Right. Right. And Holy Spirit, I think, is the best guide to kind of Mm -hmm. walk through that. And here's a great verse, actually. And it's one that just, it's really encouraging. It's almost like this open invitation. Uh, It's 1 John 2.27, right? So this is John, the disciple that was with Jesus. And he's older at this point. These are his own letters. So I'm not sure if he's living on that exiled island he was exiled to. The whole story with John, it's fun to read about. But pretty much what he's saying is this. He says, John... First uh, John two twenty seven. This is the Passion Translation, which is awesome. But he says, "The wonderful anointing you have received from God is so much greater than any deception that you know you might hear." Right? He mm-hmm. says their deception, but it's so much greater than their deception. Right? So maybe we're having all these, maybe these just we don't really know which way to turn. We don't know what way is from God. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the best way to say it. And it says that this uh, this anointing that you receive from God now lives in you. So there's no need for anyone to keep teaching you. His anointing teaches you all that you need to know, for it will lead you into truth, not a counterfeit. So just as the anointing has taught you, remain in Him. Mm, that's good. That's that's an interesting verse. It's the anointing. I mean, what 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 comes to your mind when you hear it? Like your anointing. Uh, there's no need for anyone to keep teaching you. His anointing teaches you all that you need to know, for it will lead you into truth. <laughs> well, you don't need to be looking anywhere else when you have him right there type right. of thing. Yeah. It's so literally, literally like his anointing is with you. Holy Spirit is with you. You were covered, yeah. you're anointed, etc. Um, you don't need to be looking anywhere else. Yeah. There's almost like this ongoing maybe anointing um, or like kind of like refreshing. You know, I think when we receive... Uh, Holy Spirit, I mean, like, and don't get me wrong, I think uh, a lot of times, I think every Christian has Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. right? I don't, because the Bible does say that um, it's impossible for us to believe in Jesus without, like, a little bit of Holy Spirit, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it can't be like, oh, I have no Holy Spirit, I have no presence of God in my life. Like, that's not true, because or else we would, um, you know, we wouldn't really be able, like, it was kind of like the disciples walked with Jesus, and um, and I guess it took him a while, but at some point, Peter was the one to say, you know, after they had walked with him for a while, but he's like, whoa, I know that you're the Messiah. Yeah. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's kind of the first one to be like, well, we really thought this, but now I just know. And it's almost like God just affirmed it in Peter's spirit. And Jesus even says, like, my father affirmed this with you, mm-hmm. you know, like he just kind of like further showed you this so now you're just solid in the fact that hey i am the messiah now peter goes on to say okay i'm gonna follow you wherever you go and jesus is like uh like, i don't know about <laughs> He's that, like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that <laughs> yeah he goes. said get behind me satan I'm like, Ouch. <laughs> Yikes. Um, and that's another topic too you know so many times we're like oh man 
We want to sing and talk about how much we've surrendered and how much we follow Jesus. And yeah. we're not really rejoicing in actually who God is, but rejoicing in our pursuit of him more than who God is. <laughs> and that's an interesting because Jesus is like, uh, I don't know. But anyways. Yeah. And, yeah, and with that, yeah, the whole that. Yeah, um, serving and stuff, I was thinking about that. It's like we think we need to serve in order to be intimate with God, when in reality it's all the opposite. Yeah. In order to serve, like it'll flow through us once we are intimate with God. Yeah. It's like people that love going to church and give, serving their hearts out to the point where they're like, oh, I'm so tired, blah, blah. It's like, well, you're not spending time with God, so you're just serving your life out, but you're not doing the actual first step, which is being with Him. Mm-hmm. So you can, once you have that intimacy with God, you will then, serve and then it'll just be easier for you to serve and obey him and and all these things that seem like a task will be a delight mm-hmm. for you oh yeah <laughs> i've <laughs> yeah. been there yeah. uh, intimacy with god is hard it when is. we're fixated on trying to qualify ourselves yeah right and that's this endless circle that's not from god yeah God didn't say, okay, you have to qualify yourself. That's the beauty of the gospel of God and of this whole message of the Bible is to come to Jesus and to receive God's spirit and to just be transformed and renewed. You don't have to, you know, achieve anything. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do a certain thing, but we get in this cycle that's like, okay, yes, I've received God, I've received Jesus, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And that's how we think about it, which is no bueno, you know? And um, and we say, okay, but now I'm just, I guess I'm just not good enough for the calling, so I need to go and serve. And, you know, I, I'm not hearing from God right now. I'm distant. So maybe if I just keep serving, he'll say, oh, well, good job. Well done, good and faithful servant. But then again, um, there's another verse which will very much say that is not the way to go. And I've thought about this in my life. I've thought, well, you know, okay, if I'm in a bad spot spiritually um, and I'm believing a bunch of, you know, whatever nonsense, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's kind of crept in or maybe it's a, there's a lot of different ways. To, and we're going to do a, an episode in the future, don't get me wrong, about kind of the spiritual realm and kind of <laughs> what the Bible talks about with this. It's not some new age teaching. Yeah. Now, I don't agree with new age stuff. I really don't. But the Bible does mention a lot that goes on in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like an unbiblical concept, you know, and I wish people would talk about it more. But there um, there can be many ways for us to be deceived. Um, there can be uh, strongholds that are really kind of set up by the enemy. And it's kind Lies. of like, yeah. yeah, one big lie that kind of we root down. We don't really deal with. We don't let God deal with it. Mm-hmm. And we get to this point where it's got its roots up. Um, it's, uh, it's like a wound, right? If I was to get a gunshot wound and I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to put some band-aids over it and keep going. And you know, (laughs) whether it's, I'm going to go and serve, I'm just going to go and keep, you know, running my life, running my course. Well, it's going to get infected. It's not going to heal just because we leave it. A wound never gets better without treatment. It always gets worse, right? Even Mm -hmm. if it's covered on the surface, it always gets worse. I mean, Jesus referred to the Pharisees in the Bible as these beautiful coffins with dead corpses on the inside. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of sums it up right there. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot to talk about. Uh, strongholds. Um, there can also be a, uh, you know, maybe a spirit of something, a spirit of doubt, or maybe a spirit of, um, you know, uh, there's fear. You know, there's different stuff going on. And maybe... 
um, there's maybe you don't have a stronghold, maybe you have a stronghold, and it's like it doesn't mean you're you know it's just not to get all weird, but it's just like okay, I keep getting attacked in the same area. Just to put mm-hmm. it kind of simply, I don't want to sound weird, but just that. So, anyways, we were talking about okay, so I feel like I'm in a bad spot spiritually, but yet. I keep, I'm just going to keep serving and kind of serve out of the funk, you know, serve the funk out of my spirit. (laughs) And I think the reason why people do this, right, is because of culture. In order to get a job, in order to do something, you need to qualify yourself. You need Mm -hmm. to do stuff. You need to make sure you go to school or you need to make sure and and have enough experience because in a job, it's very few jobs that I had. I tried applying for a bunch of jobs and nobody took me (laughs) because I had no experience, (laughs) which is understandable. But then we think that is exactly how it is with God. In reality, Mm. he is all the opposite of culture. And that's probably why it's harder for people to understand like, what is intimacy if I'm doing this the whole time, like every single day for my life, I'm doing it culture's way of striving and doing things in order to get my reward or like the job or et cetera. And I can't do that with God because God isn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the heart. And that's what Jesus says here. This is a great verse and it's might be a little intimidating, but it's really not meant to be intimidating. I mean, it's not meant to be like scary, I guess it's meant to be more of like, an invitation for a relationship, but uh, it's Matthew 7, uh, 21. Okay, so I'm going to read uh, first the... Uh, I have two different translations here. I, I love Bible translations, by the way. Mm, um, I do, because not there's not really... I mean, some of them are wrong, <laughs> um, and that's a whole other conversation, but most of them aren't, you know? I mean, some of them are just weird, and they've been edited on purpose, and I wouldn't even call those to be ones that are used by Christian churches today. Those mm-hmm. are just kind of more different denominations that don't really claim to be Christians mm-hmm. anymore, but they kind of do. So I'm not saying that. There's tons of great translations. Um, but the nice, the beauty of it all is for translating the Bible from Greek. Mm-hmm. And we have those manuscripts, and it's really cool. And pretty much, uh, I mean, you're Hispanic, and you speak Spanish, right? <laughs> yep. So you know that not everything translates perfectly word for word. English, yeah. yeah. It's two different languages. Yeah, half the time, like, uh, you know the thingy, the thingy, <laughs> the... Uh, and I just start doing things with my hands and yeah. hoping he gets it. And sometimes he does, yeah, and sometimes uh, I'm just left Lord, with, like, oh, Lord boy, I need my phone. me a word of knowledge. Because <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I do not know what the thingy is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, pray for me. But um, <laughs> so we know that we're translating this Bible from the New Testament is from Greek. Greek and the Old Testament is from Hebrew, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but the cool thing about using multiple translations is you get to hear different synonyms. Mm-hmm. None of them may be wrong, but it might add more depth into what God is trying to yeah. say. And it makes it easier to understand because yeah. I can't read like the old King James Version. Oh, no, I can't Lord. like that. I obviously I wasn't born and raised speaking English, but well, I it's was just so hard. It was so hard. Anytime I'd read it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, just I'm just said. like, people that read out of that, that's a whole dilemma. People are like, I'm more spiritual because I read from the King James. Uh, I'm like, no, really? you're just being interesting. Yeah, <laughs> because can, mm-hmm. that was not what the Bible was. If the Bible was written in King James, I'd say, okay, well, that is kind of cool. Yeah. But it wasn't. <laughs> so it's just the same as me using them, you know. But anyways, I have two translations here. Back to this verse. Uh, Matthew seven twenty one. Luke. Uh, Luke. <laughs> Luke's talking. What? Luke Skywalker? No. Um, <laughs> uh, shout out to all my Star Wars fans. But Matthew 7. Jesus is talking. Not Luke Skywalker. Okay. 
So, Lord. Okay, so he, <laughs> he says this. He says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the realm of heaven's kingdom. It is only those who really do the will of my Father. Right? So on the day of judgment, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't you, or Lord, Lord, don't you remember us, right? Didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast out demons and do many miracles for your name's sake, right? For the sake of your name. But I will have to say to them, like, uh, and I like how it says that I will have to say to them. Mm. Like, it's not like Jesus is like, yeah, you know what? Take this, yeah. you know, like, like he, oh my gosh. it's like, I loved you and oh. you missed it. And I really wanted to be intimate with you. But it says, but I will have to say to them, Go away from me, you lawless rebels. I've never been joined to you. I'm like, wow. Here's another version real quick. Just one more translation. This is the message translation, which is another awesome one. They do it a little differently in the message. It's not verses. It's just kind of a little um, uh, paraphrase, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's okay. correct. So, yeah. um, but here's what it says. It says... Um, uh, okay, I can, he's, Jesus is talking, and he says, I can see it now at the final judgment, thousands strutting up to me and saying, Master, we preached the message, we bashed the demons, our God-sponsored projects had everyone talking, and do you know what I'm going to say to those people? You missed the boat. All you did, yeah, you missed the Yikes, boat. Yikes, that's like, like yeah, harsh. You missed the boat, all, or you missed the point, you know. Mm -hmm. All you did was use me to make yourselves important. You don't impress me one bit. And it's like, it's funny how they're saying, Lord, Lord, you know, like, Lord, Lord, because obviously at the judgment, we're all going to see. The Bible says every knee will bow at the name of Jesus. We're yeah. all going to see that Jesus is Lord, but they're not calling him by name. Hmm. Like, Jesus, hey, like, oh my gosh. Like, they're they're not in this relationship. They're just like, they're oh, Lord, intimate. Lord, don't yeah. you remember me? Like, I mentioned God in one of my songs or something like that. Yeah. And, um, and he's going to, you know, it's just like... I did all these works, but it shows that Jesus says, I've never been joined to you. Mm -hmm. Like we have, to, like, and it, it doesn't mean we have to do all these things like God joined, you know, like God be joined to us. The Bible says we just have to believe in Jesus and like mm -hmm. actually believe in him and like, like want him to be the Lord of our life mm -hmm. and believe, hey, you are the son of God, you know, because the Bible also says um, even the demons yeah. <laughs> um, believe that God is real. You know, we think, oh, man, well, I just believe God is real. You know, he's real. And I'm like, that's great. But the demons also believe that, and they're not in heaven. You know, so it's not, and this isn't to scare anyone. It's just, it's an invitation. Jesus wants to be joined with us. He wouldn't go to the cross just so he could be watching us again, like live miserable lives in darkness yeah. since we're not joined with God. Because there's no in the middle. And that's the beautiful thing about intimacy is, is with God. And I think a lot of times we wonder, okay, why have I drifted from intimacy? Well, it's not like there's a middle ground. I mean, what yeah. do you think, babe? There's not like, you know, a, this is a very famous kind of quote, but people have said, um, you know, there's two sides and a fence in the middle, yeah. right? God owns one side and the devil owns the other. And then somebody's like, oh, well, you know, I'm just sitting on the fence. What if I'm sitting yeah. on the fence? I'm like, oh, well, the devil owns the fence, too. Yeah, there's no middle ground. Yeah, there's no middle ground. It's, it's either God or not. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, literally, it's either you're in light or darkness. Yeah, isn't there another verse that's, like, God condemning those that are, like, lukewarm? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could find it real quick. That um, is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is. Um, it's, like, it's worse to be lukewarm. It's, 
it's just so funny for me because I know a lot of people and people that go to church and they're like, oh, um, I've been doing this my whole life, but I'm still being attacked a certain way and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, have you spent time with God? And they're like, oh, I've been going to church. I've been going to church every month, every day, every week, whatever, whatever it may look for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. everything's the same. And I'm like, okay. But then outside of that, outside of them going to church, they're either getting drunk or they're just doing random stuff they're not supposed to be doing. Right. It's just and then darkness, that's just yeah. making you in a lukewarm condition because you're like not fully in with God and you're technically not fully in in the world, how they'd say it. So it's like, that's bad. <laughs> right. And God has grace and then he'll like move you towards like, okay, you need to snap out of it. I'm here. He'll give you all the signs, but sometimes we are so stubborn. We don't want to listen and we think we're right. And that's a whole other subject of pride and stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. Did you find the verse? I did. Yeah, I yeah. did. I'm amen to what you said, by the way. <laughs> um, I did. I actually have a couple here that are really good, two of them. But the first one that you were talking about is in Revelation, which uh, please, if you haven't read Revelation, read it yeah. and read it with Holy Spirit as your guide, because there's a lot of people out there that don't. And that's why it's interesting. But the re- book of Revelation, it might seem confusing to a lot of us Christians, but I think that's actually something that's a spiritual thing, because in the beginning... It talks about how there is a special blessing Mm. for anyone who reads the book of Revelation. Mm. So, of course, the devil would love for us to think, oh, it's this big, confusing, weird book. Uh, But we're going to miss that blessing. And it really is a blessing, y'all. Even, I mean, heck, I don't act like I have every answer to some of the stuff that's more prophetic in Revelation. There's a lot of prophecy, um, which is actually really encouraging Mm -hmm. to us as Christians. But um, the beginning isn't prophecy. It's um, actually, uh, if you didn't know, there's seven letters from Jesus. This is the only time in the Bible that Jesus is speaking after he's been resurrected mm-hmm. and then gone up to heaven. Um, this is the only time we hear him again, right? And um, at least written in the Bible. So, um, But the verse you were saying was in a letter he was writing to one of the churches, um, the one of the Christian churches that was, um, you know, he wrote seven letters to seven Christian churches. and uh, But he said, Revelation 3.16 says, But because you are neither cold nor hot, but lukewarm, I am about to spit you out yeah. from my mouth. Yeah. Right. And it's funny how that's 3.16. You know, we always talk about John 3.16, mm-hmm. which is for... Yeah, and isn't yeah. there another version that's like, it'll be like vomiting? I right. I think we talked about that. Yeah, it's like going to vomit you yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I think the original Greek is... A, I forgot the word, but really it's... It's not just like Jesus, like just kind of spitting out. It's like a forceful, like, just ugh. yeah, just like uh, yeah. I'm just gonna get you out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, like I really like. I'm not about that. Yeah, you know, it's like, like I love taste. you, but I'm just not about that. Mm-hmm. And I just you've chosen this, and it's just uh, yeah, no good. Um, so yeah, definitely quite the verse right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's funny how that's like John three sixteen. It just kind of popped in my head, mm-hmm. um, which for God so loved the world that He sent His only Son, um, so that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have he- eternal life, right? Um, so I think it's kind of funny how those are kind of there's that verse and there's also Revelation three sixteen. <laughs> You're neither cold nor hot. The Bible also also talks about how it's worse for those who have kind of believed and just chosen to be like I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, than for those who have never have, because I think their heart is just in a harder, worse spot. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot more for someone to have an encounter with God 
and then to just let and their heart reject it. yeah let their heart become so hard and bad soil you know the bible talks about that with soil um then for somebody who maybe has more of a tender soil we know a lot of people that may not be christians yet yeah like you're you know a few people in your family maybe or your friends and my friends that i know um but and we all have those family members you know yeah. um, we really do um but the beauty of it is, is that some of those people have really soft hearts. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like going back to what we were saying earlier, um, with those people, maybe if, if that's discouraging or whatever to anybody, just know that like God is where goodness is found, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's never, you know, it's, it's always tough when we choose darkness and uh, when we choose that other side of the fence, um, there's a verse uh, James 1.17, right? And this is James in the New Testament. And he says, uh, Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, who, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. Wow. So whatever is good, whatever is perfect, we have, like, that's from God. Like, I would hate to be in hell because it's void of any goodness. Yeah. It's void of, you know, anything that we would consider perfect and great and awesome. And, man, sometimes it's a great meal and sometimes it's a great TV show or a great joke. And even those things are inspired almost um, through who God is. You know, he's not, you know, maybe somebody who we think it is. I think that's kind of how we get off course is maybe we... Don't believe that. And we start looking elsewhere and we start thinking that there's goodness and other, you know, perfect gifts and other good things mm -hmm. apart from God. Or, you know, even in ourselves. Hey, let me um, pursue this way of thinking or living and also kind of mix it with Holy Spirit. Where it's like, yeah, it's like, well, no. What good thing is there apart from God that we possess that God doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just a lot to it. There's a lot to intimacy. It's, it's this beautiful thing and it's this thing that, um, yeah, God is just running after. So I think as we kind of close it out here, um, is there anything else that's on your heart? I know I have a couple things possibly, but I don't know if there's anything, um, that you're thinking at all. If not, I could come back to you a bit. Yes. Give me a okay, second. Yeah. I had something. I have something. <laughs> um, there's a lot to talk about. First off, you know, we're going to, I'm so excited for these episodes and, and just know that there is an open invitation for, for this presence just to be, um, presence of God just to be in your life. You know, he, he wants to just kind of he wants to show you how much he loves you. I mean, it's that simple, y'all. Um, and it's not something we have to run to and to seek to find. You know, the Bible does say, um, you know, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You know, that's James 4, 8 right there, right? Mm -hmm. When we draw near to God, he's he honors that. And he's like, I really want to be close with you. We see a, we see his heart all over the Bible. I mean, the Old Testament <laughs> uh, even shows a lot of it. We, we've mentioned a lot of the New Testament today with the words of Jesus. But we know that, hey, Jesus was in the Old Testament too. You know, it may not show his name or whatever, but it talks a whole lot about him. And we see examples of this, um, which is funny. I mean, uh, Israel was never without a prophet. You know, there were hundreds of prophets even at times, hundreds, you know, hundreds and hundreds of prophets because God just wanted to speak to his people so bad. He wanted them to know his voice, even in this age without um, Holy Spirit, you know, which is this 
uh, we're going to do an episode about Holy Spirit soon, mm-hmm. but he's just I'm this excited. gift from God. I mean, if you don't know, just look up on the internet Bible verses about Holy Spirit, and it will be really encouraging. Um, but, you know, God has always been supplying his people. He wants his voice to be heard. He wants you to know his voice. Even in the Old Testament with the surrounding nations, you know, God would send these prophets into the surrounding nations to go and just you know, even to people that weren't Israel and just say, hey, God wants to know you. You know, he really wants to be close with you. Um, it's it's this, uh, yes, yeah, intimacy. He he loves us more than the closest person we can think of that loves us more than we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he created us. He calls us his masterpiece, y'all. I mean, that's all biblical. Amen. <laughs> that's all biblical. Um, I think... If we spent the time creating something like that, and we were so proud of it, we wouldn't want to just throw it out the window and say, oh, who cares about yeah. it? No, it's like, I want to be intimate. Um, so, anything else you have, Faith? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, this popped up in my head. This yeah, is, go for it. <laughs> it's still on intimacy. It's yeah, just a little yeah. different. Um, so, I was just thinking, I read this on some, I don't know who it was, but I read it from some pastor. And it was so cool because... I I realized like Christians only think well some people not all all the Christians but a lot of people think that the ultimate thing is to reach heaven to go to heaven right right and on earth you know we we meet Jesus we get to know him salvation all that stuff and that's it mm-hmm. and then we live our life we do whatever we want and well we're saved we're going to heaven and that's it and then we ask ourselves why are we so miserable why are these things happening to us why am i so sick all the time etc and in reality is when we have intimacy with god we can have heaven on earth mm. so it's no longer like oh the ultimate gift is to go to heaven well it, it is an awesome thing of yeah. course i sure. can't wait <laughs> but in the meantime we have the greatest gift which is holy spirit to guide mm-hmm. us through life and how do you do that? Intimacy with God. So I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> yeah, I heard somebody say, um, death is not our savior. Mm. Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what has Jesus' blood not gained us access to have here on earth um, that we can't have in heaven? Is that, is that right, grammar? Um, Jesus' blood has given us, I guess, access to everything in heaven that we can have here on earth. Exactly. I guess that's a better way to that's say right. it. Um, death doesn't have to be our savior. Oh man, I can't wait to go to heaven. Yeah. No, yeah. Jesus said, um, you know, in the famous prayer that he, uh, you know, he says, pray this prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how's it. Do you know exactly how it says no. it? Let your will be done on earth as, as it, it is, is in, in heaven. heaven. Yeah. So that's what is on earth as it is in heaven. God want God makes it clear that He wants this. He wants mm-hmm. it on earth. Um, a few couple verses that just came to mind real quick, and then we'll close. Um, Exodus thirty three eleven, another Old Testament one. This is when Moses is. Um, I think I don't know if he's on the mountain here. I forget. I know at one point Moses goes up to get the Ten Commandments, which that's another episode too. The Ten Commandments don't have to be a burden. Um, mm-hmm. Technically, we're not indebted to follow them, uh, like at least to try to fulfill them. That's better. Mm-hmm. We're not indebted. We're not required to have to fulfill them. Jesus was the fulfillment of the law. That's in the Bible, mm-hmm. but. Um, what a great gift mm-hmm. the Ten Commandments can be to help us live in life. Yeah. I mean, the, the, at the time, it, Moses viewed it as a gift. Yeah. 
I mean, this is a, the, the law of the Lord is a gift. Like, because the people at the time, they didn't have a Bible to read. Mm-hmm. So they had no idea, how do I have life be in my life? You know, yeah, exactly. how am I supposed to be fulfilled, happy, close with God? And he's like, let me show you exactly how, mm-hmm. you know, but we view it as this gloomy because we put the burden on ourselves mm. when God's like, no, I'll even give you a way to be forgiven. There's yep. grace, but let's go in the right direction because I don't want you to be depressed, sad, anxious, living in darkness, and we can say, oh, there's grace from God, I can live in sin. Well, you could do that, but you're missing out. Yeah. Because you're making death your savior. You know, you can live in your sin and have fun, but it's not going to be much fun when you're empty and depressed and just like, this sucks. And it's like, well, yeah, because maybe God created the world. He created everything. He knows how to be fulfilled and happy and just Mm -hmm. joyful, y'all. I mean, it's a great, who doesn't want to be happy? (laughs) Um, but it says Exodus thirty three eleven. Back to that verse, it says, "So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend." Mm-hmm. And what I want to say is, uh, Moses didn't even have Holy Spirit, <laughs> and we do. How much more access do we have with a relationship like God? To with, how, let me say that again. <laughs> Yikes! Um, we've been talking a bit, but how much more access do we have? to a relationship with God like that mm-hmm. since we have Holy Spirit. There's a saying somebody said, yep, yeah, I've, I've told that. you this. Exactly and they're like, oh man, you know, we're going to get to heaven and we're going to meet, meet Moses. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh Moses, what was it like to, you know, part the Red Seas and lead the Israelites out of Egypt? And, oh man, you know, Ezekiel, what was it like to see the, the valley of the dry bones, you know, come alive mm-hmm. and just have flesh put on them and, you know, meet all these heroes from the Old Testament. And, oh, Joshua, you guys marched around and the walls fell. And they're going to look at us and say, oh, it was awesome. But tell me, what was it like to live with Holy Spirit inside Amen. of you? What was Amen. it like to live with God's very presence, to have access to God's very presence in you? Because we didn't have that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to say, uh, well, <laughs> uh, well I, uh, I really wanted to go to heaven and meet you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, I, I uh, you know, uh, it's I'll like, <laughs> you know, hey, we're still in heaven. That's a celebration. Yeah. You know, amen. But man, like, let's, like, why wait, guys? Yeah, why let's wait enjoy this life? time. Yeah. Um, and to close with that, uh, Psalm 1611 you will show me the path of life, and your presence is fullness of joy. Mm, let that sink mm-hmm. in. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Wow. That's good. Just need a moment yeah. of silence right there. Um, yeah. So, and um, and wanted to go with that, actually. I have one written down here real quick. It kind of partners with that. Ephesians. I'm not going to try to say too many verses. But Ephesians 3, 16 and 19, uh, that God would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man or woman, (laughs) um, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God, right? So God's uh, desire is for you to be filled with all of his fullness. Um, He wants you to have fullness of joy. He wants you to be happy. Um, He wants you to walk in this. He's here. He's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to go find him. Uh, so just uh, just talk to him. Reach out to him. And I guarantee you, he'll try to say something. He'll answer. <laughs> and uh, just don't tune him out. You know, mm-hmm. oftentimes God's voice is closer than we think. And we'll talk about that more in future episodes. But 
uh, you know, let's not go too far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just want to say thank you so much. Yeah, thank um, you so much for listening. Yeah, and sticking through <laughs> with us. Yes, we had a lot of fun, and we're gonna mm-hmm. uh, have a lot of fun in the future. This is uh, such a cool thing that yeah, we're, we're doing. gonna be bringing out a bunch of guests. Yes, we're yes, so excited. Yes, for that. A bunch oh of my gosh, and leaders that we know and trust. So that'll be really fun. Oh yeah, we are gonna have a, we have a lot of stuff in store for y'all. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we're so excited for it. Thanks again just for joining in. We hope it was encouraging and refreshing. If you ever want to reach out to us, we do have an email. We also have social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to tell them the email? Do you remember? Was it uh, a distinguished podcast altogether? Yeah. Correct? Distinguished podcast, like one word. At email. Zoho, Z-O-H-O, mail. Yes. Dot com. Perfect. Yay. Yes. You killed it. Okay. Yes. That is our email. Uh, distinguished podcast at Zoho mail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoho, they're pretty cool people. So um, I, was, I had like five Gmail accounts and like two Yahoo accounts. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I need something new. And it was pretty cool. So we have an email with them. If you guys want to reach out about anything, maybe a topic we can do in the future mm-hmm. or any questions or, or prayer. prayer, you know, we, we would love to pray with y'all. We, we don't would. just say that, right? Yeah, we don't say it. We actually do it. It's not like everybody else who says, oh, we're praying for you, but they never actually do. We're we actually pray will you. pray for you. Yeah. And not everyone says that, but, well, a lot of but people. Yeah. it's more than people that should, you know, <laughs> um, but we yeah. will actually, we, uh, we're passionate about, you know, God moving and mm-hmm. we would love to pray with you and see him move in your life. Um. Yeah, I, I think that's about it. Oh, Instagram. We have Instagram. social media. Yeah, yeah, it'd be distinguished underscore podcast. Okay, perfect. That's so, how you find us. There we go. All the info's there. Uh, yeah. We'll be here, so we're excited, Yay. and we hope that you come along the journey with us. And mm-hmm. is there anything I'm missing at all, babe? No, Yay, we got it. All right. Well, we love you all. Love you. Hope you have a great week. Just remember, uh, we release these on Mondays. Mondays. Um, which hopefully if everything went well, you're listening to this on a Monday right now. If not, then everything did not go well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the goal is to have Mondays and uh, yeah, and just do that. We'll have some exciting guests. We'll be here. So we hope you guys just have an incredible week. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we hope you enjoyed it. Yes. All right. Love y'all. Take care. Talk to you soon. Adios.